Welcome to episode 14 of the Raven Gaming Squadcast. Today in the news, we'll be covering the Xbox Series X release, PS5 release, followed by our star topic, our favorite gaming studio. But first, let me introduce you to the team. Welcome back after a short absence. It's a deity. <laughs> also, unfortunately, he's on vendor mode. Uh, <laughs> next up, he's hotter than a habanero, cooler than a cucumber. His friends call him Jammy, but we call him Joe. G.I. Jose. Yes, I like that one. Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> you say he's Filipino. I'm trying to think of that's the gayest thing I've heard you say about Joe. Listen, <laughs> if that's the gayest thing you've heard him say about me, then you're lucky. I had to go there. <laughs> Our next team member recently got his results back from Ancestry.com and found that he was three fifths awesome. It's Guilty Grey. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's a compliment, but it's also cringe as fuck, man. <laughs> is it a compliment, though? Because you're not quite awesome. You're only three fifths. I mean, uh, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Hi. Uh, <laughs> and finally, is me, your uh, reigning monarch, the uh, Parry God himself. Keep calm yeah. and carry on. I'm about as noteworthy as a silencer in a Doom game, <laughs> King Costi. Let's get into it. First up <laughs> in the news, we have the Xbox release and impressions. Now, um, I don't have an Xbox Series X, but I feel I'm uh, in the perfect place to cover it. So let me tell you about this thing. It's, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to pass it over to, uh, to uh, Guilty Grey and to G.I. Jose. Tell me, uh, you guys have got the Xbox Series X. How are you finding it? It's crap. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I can't stand it. I hate it. Tell, tell me, <laughs> more, tell me more, Grey. Tell me more. I'll be honest with you, right? I'm going to be really, really, really honest. <clears throat> I like it for what it is. For intensive purposes, it's amazing. Um, you know, it's nice with the 4K graphics and stuff. A uh, massive jump up from Xbox One. But in all honesty, now at the moment, it's just an Xbox One, which is slightly beefier. I could just be playing an Xbox One X. There's nothing that I'm playing on it that's making me think, I'm so glad I bought this to play this game. Do you know what I mean? And you, you, you know what's surprising about, I don't know, two hours ago, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, the same thing. I'm sitting there going, you know what? It's nice. Shit, so I don't think it's, <laughs> it's nice to have, but there's there's nothing to show it off. That's the problem. Like, uh, okay, it's it plays other games well, like great. Okay. You know, 60 frames, 10K, whatever. 4k 10k <laughs> it just it's there's nothing that shows it off no to its full potential and that's that's what's a bit sad because okay you've come from an xbox one but i've come from an xbox one x so like i've i've been there and done this with the 4k 60 you know it's it's nothing new to me so there's nothing that i'm playing now now that I haven't done before. Do you feel um, it's more of a, a, an upgrade for you, uh, Jose, based upon the fact that you did have the Xbox One X? Not really. No. And that's why I told you guys when I pre-ordered it, I'm like, I'm st I still don't know. Even though I had my pre-order, I'm like, I still don't know if I'm going to go through with it or not because I'm not going to see that big of a difference. Because there, no, there was no games to show off. So what's the point? Um, but 
you know, I, uh, I support, you know, Xbox brand. Um, and there's always going to be these things when you're, you know, when you're, you're, when you're first in. It's unfortunate that Halo Infinite was delayed. Uh, yeah. I think that, like, you know, obviously the games we have played on it, the ones that are optimized. Mm. There's a good, there's a good fleet of optimized games. You know, we played Monster Hunter the other day. That was pretty good. Yeah, there's tons. There's tons. Like um, the thing is, it. it, it I think what it is now is what the One X should have been. No dips in frame rates. Constant 4K, native. You know, no, no problems. And that's what yeah, it's doing now is, with the current one games. The One X couldn't be that. If it was that, this console would never happen. Yes, the only reason why the One X didn't do that is because it had a really weak CPU. Yeah. So that's why it just bottled and dropped. But what I'm having problems with now is the fact that there's a few games that run better on a PS5 than on an Xbox Series X. Um, and I just found out today that um, developers didn't get the GDK, the game development kit, for Xbox Series X until June. So basically, they've been making or programming games based on the One X and the One S um, GDKs, which is why they don't look amazing. They're not, because none of these games are using full potential to, of the Xbox or the PS5, so to speak. Well, to be honest, sorry. It's like, you know, do you think underwhelming it at the time. moment? Yeah, um, of course it does. And and also with, with that being said, do you think if if for example if um, Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven was supposed to be released the week of the launch, if that game had come out, um, I mean, do you think that would have made a difference? Because then you would have had obviously you lot are talking about maybe not necessarily have anything new to play at the moment. Or I don't think it's not, even the schedule. Of releases, not really. We ruined it for ourselves. Because yeah. we got Watch Dogs Legions and played it on the Xbox One. Mm. If we have waited and played it on the Series X, we would have seen everything's better. It is a beautiful game on that. I've not touched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X because I, I completed it before it came out. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You know, we did kind of ruin it for ourselves. If we'd have waited and picked that game up after the Xbox Series X was released, we maybe would have had a bit more of a better time with it. But seriously, the tricks it has and the, the quality of life stuff that it does bring to the table. I've been making use of you know, I've been playing um, Dishonored 2 through and the load times are immense you know I was playing Hollow Knight the other day and when I died it was literally shooting the moment I died I instantaneously appeared on the bench like okay. it was there was no load time it was dead and on the bench I didn't I the first time I died I didn't have time to do anything because it took me straight onto the bench I was like fuck okay. <laughs> I don't have time to play the game and you know I've played, um, I've, I have, I've tried out The Witcher with the low times and the fast travel, it's amazing. I tried out Monster Hunter, as we did the other night. Modern Warfare, even that, like, the Warzone plays so much better on this. Yeah, for you, yeah, you must we've see a seen, big difference. We've seen the videos online, I mean, I think me and you, Joe, watched the one with the three, the, well, mm. the Series X and the Series S, with the four. And even on that, you can see even the Xbox One X struggled with keeping up with the frame rate when it got into gunfights in Warzone, which is yeah. Sometimes it will drop to like fifties, fifty-five, and um, yeah, it's stable. And you know, it's it's a great. And for me, that's in itself is a justification for the upgrade. 
because I'm enjoying it's just basically business as usual with you know improvements on the gaming I've been doing yeah does that make sense <laughs> no definitely I feel I've, I mean from from what I've seen all, all, all the updates and what they have done it, it is really good I think um, I, I think for us in, in both cases like we, we were both we were all going to maybe get it on release maybe some were not so sure but then we we all ended up getting a console and release and i think that was always going to happen i think sometimes when you get a console and release you are in that in-between stage where it's like you are waiting for the the them to fully move over to next gen so you can have something i think just maybe at the moment it's just lacking a bit but it's definitely gonna live up to its potential I, in the future i think it's it's been like that since I don't know, what was the release game on the PS3? Um, so I, I remember PS2 had good release games, 360 had good release games. Even the Xbox, Xbox One, One didn't have anything. It had um, Rise of Son of Rome, which was a good game to show off the potential of the console, because that game looks amazing even now. But it wasn't a big game, it was very linear, very short. So it wasn't really doing that much. Then that game um, was also broken as fuck because it was meant to be an Xbox Connect game, wasn't it originally? And then it, yeah, 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 yeah. Backwards developer once the Connect was being scrapped after Phil Spencer said, "Yeah, no, pretty much." There was nothing big, but that's that's the, this is the thing. Like, I think a lot of people were expecting it to be these big, heavy hitting, exclusive games across both consoles, which would justify the upgrade from you know the last generation to this generation. But really, truthfully. The games are still going to be released on both next and exactly. Current, current gen. I think the the only true next gen game that is out at the moment is Demon Souls. You can't get on a PS4, right? No. Exactly. Yeah, true. So every other game that's released on a PS5, you can wait, except for the weird one that's pre-installed. Astro. Astro. Oh, Astro. Yeah. Like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, the remake, even those ones, you can get on the PS4. Um, like there's nothing that's just next gen except for Demon Souls even and even that's a remake in the later like life cycle you're looking at um, God of War Ragnarok is probably going to be released on both as well yeah yeah I say we need to wait a year at minimum a year to two years before I we did, see I did see something today that said that they're going to support the PS4 for another three years yeah, that's yeah. Sort of yeah. 2023, 2024. That's a long time. Yeah. No, wait, what am I talking about? But 2022, 2023. That's not to say that they won't have only PS5 games that come out. Oh, There'll still be games that come out that will be like only on PS5, only on Xbox Series X. But the thing is, then, do you, you have to imagine that. Is that, in your opinion, or do you, what do you think about this, right? Is it counterintuitive to do that? Because... If I'm a big developer, right, I'm not going to develop a game for just one of the consoles. If you're looking, going, mm. okay, you have the choice to either make this game just for the PS5, it will look amazing, mm. and you're obviously going to sell it to all the PS5 owners, or you can make it across PS4 and PS5, and you capture the lot. The it, thing is, it's easier, it's easier to do multiple consoles on the Xbox because they're so very similar. The only difference will be the frame rate caps and the um quality mode right and obviously the ray tracing that's implemented now ray tracing hardware accelerated ray tracing on the xbox series x doesn't mean that 
they have to use just ray tracing. They can it can be used for other aspects of game development to open up the other you know possibilities. Um, but saying that they've got two development kits, I guess four because they'll have it for the uh, Xbox One, the One X. Oh no, sorry, the One X, the One S, and then Series X and Series S. Yeah, but they can make for one of those and then patch for the consoles going up. Yeah, but you have to imagine easy, as well, though. It's easier for them to about, do it. What we're talking about right now is, by the time this starts to come around, they're going to do just exclusives for one console or one generation. They've already been developing for multiple consoles for years. Mm. But they're not going to care. They're not going to complain about that stuff. It's not a case of going... Oh, you know what? It's gonna be really difficult to make a game for the PS4 and the PS5, so we might as well just do the PS5. They're gonna say, "Well, we have a much bigger base to capture if we do it across both." If they're still supporting the PS4 and people are still using it, why are we ever gonna stop creating for that console also? Because we're li- they're gonna literally—that's <laughs> so creepy. Because they're basically cutting. The- they're like shooting themselves in the foot. They're cutting out yeah. the entire player base, and these people think about money. Because remember, it's not about this. Isn't about the developer's decision. The developers might want to go, yeah, man, I want to do it just for PS Five. Best game I could possibly make. It's going to look amazing. Yeah. Xbox Series X only. It's going to run 4K native, 120 FPS. Everyone's going to love it. It's going to be the best game ever. But the publisher will just come in and go, no, you're going to make this across everything because we want to make money. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, how much someone wants to push Infinity War. But that's always been like that. Yeah, but this is what I'm trying to say. And the only reason it's going to be like that is because Xbox and PlayStation are going to support the last generation for so much longer than any other support of previous generations because the hardware is not, it's not a thousand miles away from being dissimilar. And they're going to make a load of money. So then they're going to, the longer they basically keep up the support, the longer it's going to be until we get these games which are just solely PS5 games or Xbox games. Anything else to, to add on the Xbox Series X release there, guys? No, that's pretty much everything. Um, yeah, pretty much. Tell us about the PS5, Costi. Go on. I will. I will. I've got, um, I got my leg day in. Okay, and that's uh, PS5 ever. And, uh... It's brilliant. <laughs> it wasn't stolen. Great news. Fantastic. I'm not even going to lie, though. There was about a 15-second period where I was <laughs> scared as hell because I got it. Open, it's, it's in a box so you open up the box and then the playstation box in there when i got the playstation box out the seal was broken i was like what i was like what open that thing up as quickly and as carefully as i possibly could then i was like no we're good we're good um <laughs> yeah no re- really good it's, it's the the improvement quality to life the little things um the the card system even the way they've set up the the home page now they've kind of split the media in the games as opposed to having to go and find the media uh, the controls really good. Um, I, I like the quick. There's like a quick resume on it or something like. If if I go Switcher. into Demon Souls for example, um, it which uh, maybe not a quick resume wrong way. But if I load up Demon Souls and then I press the PlayStation button, it brings up the the cards and the first card will be the last thing I did. And if I press Square, it it resumes. So then it will just take me straight to that instead of having to go through the menu or anything. And um, let me. I'm gonna spend. Uh, as much time talking about loading screens as I've spent waiting on loading screens, we're done. Actually, I've seen the lo- the loading screen for Demon Souls on a PS5 compared to the OG Demon Souls, and it's it's I mean it's not instantaneous. It's like uh, two, three, four seconds. 
but it's different to the OG because this time around there's just a cloud effect and then you go into the next and then the cloud disappears then you're in the next level rather than doing the cloud effect you've got a load screen for fucking ages and then into the next area the way they did it this time um, it's even though the load is not instantaneous it's more fluid it doesn't feel like you're, you're broken in the game to be fair though, if you play Dark Souls three, the fog gates are exactly the same. I think the load yeah. times in, in uh, fogs in, in, in all of them, Souls isn't it? The same as Bloodborne as well, and yeah, I, I think, think the only one Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. No, Sekiro. No, Sekiro doesn't have it. No, but I think the the load time is probably more relevant in a Souls like from when you die to when you respawn. Yeah, mm. that's where the length of time usually comes about. Not the because the fog gates. They don't really. Oh, the uh, game, they don't yeah. serve as the loading function. They're mm. just there for yeah. effect. Like in Dark Souls Three, you go straight for them. Yeah. There's no like guff. Yeah, I'd it's say just... the whole level is is loaded. It's just the fog gates are separating parts until you basically interact with them. It's not like the next section loads in. Yeah, uh, I find that with the bosses, like in in some of the boss fights where there's not a cutscene and you just load in and the boss is there, it's the whole area has probably already been loaded in. Yeah, which is um, I mean, I mean that's the thing. Demon Souls is obviously that's the the game I'm playing at the moment. On it is 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 really good. Um, obviously it's the type of game game I like. The the improvements that Blue Point like for Blue Point, I'd give Blue Point a ten. They deserve uh, they for what they've done and what they've been allowed to do. I guess I mean the freaking this has got to be like some of the most beautiful environments I've seen, or just the way it just the way it's designed, the level of detail. Um, Obviously, the core game is Demon Souls. They've made it a lot smoother. The 60 frames is is amazing. Like, I dropped it down just to see what the difference was, and I was like, no, no, you've got to play it on 60 frames. Um, whether or not it's a console seller, whether or not it's a big thing, it's, it's like, obviously, for you, Joe, you're not necessarily a big fan of that. If people aren't necessarily fans of that game, I don't necessarily think it's a console seller. It, it seems like people are talking about Miles Morales more, but I haven't played that, and so... That, that would kind of uh, be, uh, I would have thought Demon's Souls would have been a good, good console seller. I don't think so. It's like a lot of people who don't like that type of game. There is a yeah. lot of thing. Yeah. I, 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 obviously we're in the we you know we consume the media of the you know game gaming community and the gaming information me like that where we get that from those people like Souls like games because of the level of difficulty and because of the nature of the game it's not hand-holdy it's hard but the general casual gamer they're not always into that i mean joe be honest you're not into that kind of game so not really look how much into it, no. was up, and you even played Sekiro for a bit but you just stopped playing it because it was it wasn't it's not your type I, yeah i mean uh, i enjoyed it for for what it was but i think the difficulty for me it's not <laughs> It, it, I'm it not going to say time. it was hard, exactly. Like, I would get to a boss and I'd have a die like two or three times and then I'd kill it. I wouldn't get to a point and be stuck and go, you know what, fuck this, I can't be bothered anymore. Like, I would push with it and then kill him, the, the boss, whatever, and then get the next bit. The reason why I stopped it is because I saw a pattern. I guess there's a pattern in every fucking game. But my pattern I saw was struggle for like fucking two days kill the boss and then there's another boss around the corner that I need to struggle for two days again and I just haven't got 
the energy for games like that. And that's what I'm saying. Like you have to think of it from the eyes of the general general gamers, right? They don't like that. Some people may have tried. There's so many souls like games out there now hmm. that I think I think <laughs> if if it had been Demon Souls comes out on the PS5 and there was no other Souls games between Demon Souls and Demon Souls Remake, people might go, I'm going to buy that because it looks beautiful. Mm. In fact, it's a Souls game. Because they don't know what to expect. Exactly. Whereas now we've got Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro. You've got The Surge. You've got Lords of the Fallen. You've got, there's loads of different Souls-like games. Mm. And I think, people don't like them. I think if I was to pick up Sekiro again, I would be the guy on the news in 10 years' time saying, this guy's finally beat Sekiro after 10 years. Well, yeah. don't be me. And you'd have a, a stomach ulcer. <laughs> mm. I, think it was, I think it was a good choice in some respects in the fact that it was the first one. And the popularity of the Souls likes have gotten so much more since Demon Souls released. Um, that releasing a game that a lot of people seem to have missed, like it seems like a lot of people jumped in at, at Dark Souls. Um, I think that was that was a that was a good move to do if if you were going to do something like that because like like I say like I don't think we ever really talked about Souls like games in the 360 or PlayStation 3 era but in the last era especially it seems to be abundant. I played Dark Souls one on 360. Oh, was it okay? So here's here's one thing that's bugging me. Okay, on the PS5 at the moment. Dark Souls, right? Demon you've got Souls. Two, Demon, Souls. Uh, Demon Souls. You've got two choices: mm. performance or quality. Now, bearing in mind it's a remake game, it's not. It shouldn't be using the console's full potential. So why have they given you a choice? Why can't it do higher quality with performance on a next-gen console? I don't think it has that. I think it's got. Um, it does it's got have that. Graf- it's got graphical filters which return it to its old mode. Yeah, and it's got but it, run, it runs at a lower frame rate. Oh, yeah, you're talking it, about it, uh, cinematic and performance. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not too sure that's that's the modes they put. I mean, for me, like and I, it's not, I have it it's on performance because I don't think my TV would be able to do. No, but your TV only then, does 1080. Yeah, even then, it's it's the thing is, it's just it's just really smooth and it, it looks it looks really. No, good. I get that. I'm not, I'm, I think I'm, that's a blue thing. I'm just a bit shocked that we've still been given a choice rather than you can play at a higher frame rate with with you know quality mode or cinematic mode. Like we're not going to drop it down to 30 to have good cinematic mode or qualities. We're going to you know you have to still choose between the two and that I think that's a little bit disappointing. I mean, the thing is the difference the difference in quality is not that much anyway. If you look at it and compare it properly, there isn't that much it's of a massive. difference in quality. Work. It's not. Just, it's not. just and the frame rate. That's the difference more than yeah. anything. I mean, the, the quality does drop, but it's not significant. Like, like we said with the Xbox, because it's, it's literally a launch title, the best mm. things we're going to see are going to be in two, three years. Because usually that's mm. when you do see the best things, because then the developers know, have had time to my, deal with the, my how to develop is, on the though, consoles. My point is, is that they're giving you the option now, literally on day dot, not four four years, five years down the line, where they've got game only consoles. 
um, next gen consoles, uh, next games only, where they would go, you know what, this game's pushing the console to the max. So we're going to give you two options performance or cinematic. They've given it to you now. So what's it going to be like in four or five years' time? I hope they don't give it to us like that. I hope they can say, you know what, even if they say there's 1440p or 4K upscaled at 60 frames constant. Yeah, I, I just think they probably just need more time to develop with it. I think it's just probably, you, you never know if this was something they had been developing on old software and then maybe moved it up. I, I have no idea. I don't think, I don't think this would be the cap uh, by any means. I think there might be something around the fact that they, a lot of the code for this game is the original code from Demon Souls as well. Yeah. I think that's the thing. They took the original game they've just basically put their polish over the like it's basically it's like their meat on demon's souls bones yeah it's essentially cheapest creepers uh. yeah basically they're wearing <laughs> we're wearing our own face <laughs> your body yeah um uh, yeah so yeah i think that could come then you know that could also give them limitations on what they can achieve and what they can't achieve it's not their own game they've built from scratch mm-hmm. um that, that but, would you know, be interesting and, and that's the thing I'd say. Going on, so obviously reasons why they can't. I think Joe's probably right. I think it's I think it's a PS4 game that they've gone. We'll release on the PS5. Do what you can to make it look as beautiful as it can and run as well as it can on the PS5. And they've gone. Okay, fine. I, yeah, I could I'm, I could see I'm, that. Yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure it would run on a PS4 just without the um, ray tracing. I don't. Well, yeah. No, I, I could I could see it running on the PS4. Would it look as good and as smooth? I don't think so. But like you're saying, I do think that it could. It, it definitely, and I, I think that's probably where it started. And I think they probably the thing with Bluepoint is 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 what they've been given to do. Like, like I'm going to say this a million times, Bluepoint deserve like a, a, a medal or something. But what they've been given to do Listen, essentially I, is just make it look better. I don't know. Wait, is they're just making it look better so they can take whatever time they were given and just focus solely on that and make it look good. Like, like I'm saying, the environments and the lighting and everything is, is what I would call next gen. Um, but if that's all they had to do and they weren't doing, you know, they already had the framework there, then that's, it should be as it should be like that because obviously you weren't having to program enemies. You weren't having to do AI. You weren't having to do any of that stuff. It was already there. Just make it look pretty. UI is, um, just improved a lot a lot sleeker nice works similar you can customize it to choose what things you want to come up which is nicer than that way if you want most recent games come up that'll come up if you want you know youtube to come up or something like that just wherever you want to set it to uh controller's really good in demon souls um there there are parts of it where you can feel the use of the control like for example there are flying enemies as they get closer to you you can feel like a, a fluttering in the controller gets stronger but um in astro's playroom is where it kind of shines more than anything is just because they've they've literally it shows tried off to, everything doesn't yeah, it they've, yeah they've literally tried to just show off everything like you walk on different surfaces and you get different vibrations through the, the uh, through the control whether it's sand glass metal um pulling on like rubber cords it's it's one of the weirdest thing i was just standing there like doing it just to feel the <laughs> sensation because it, it feels it feels like rubber it feels like you're pulling back on rubber with the with the analog stick the way they've done it uh the bow same thing the trigger gets tight um it's just you just you you'd have to try it like you 
you have a frog suit and you have to jump around. You can feel the, the springiness in, in the control. Um, I really yeah. want to try that control. Button. Yeah, yeah. It's That's the one nice. thing I'm upset that Xbox haven't done is maybe try something different. I mean, the thing is, the Xbox control pad is spot on. So there's, you can't really improve on it. But I just wish they should have done something like the the, the, the dual sense controller. I, I think, think it's, it's, I no, don't, do you oh, think great. maybe it's a bit gimmicky, gimmicky like that? I mean, definitely. And exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. You're going to take time away from developers. It's the same as your play cards that you've not, that you've now got on the UI and, you know, game help videos. How much time is that going to take away from game developers? And are they really going to start implementing it? Because if it takes that too much time, then they're just going to, you know, skip it. And I, I could see that. Astro, you have like help videos in Demon Souls. There isn't. If when you go up, it's not something that's available for you. So I assume it would just have to be if developers decided to do it or. The other thing they could possibly do is if they got YouTubers or, or gamers who do do playthroughs and stuff and they were to possibly get them to be the sponsored playthrough person who does the guides for a specific game. I could I could see something like that happening and integrating it because that's... Um, that Possibly, that, that they definitely can start. Happen. How many yeah. people, the second the game releases, they put up a whole guide and it's like within a matter of... It might, might end up paying them directly and say, look, can we just use, you know, your videos and put them in to the help tips mm. section and things like that. Because the same thing, you could you could do it on the PS4, but you can still do it on the PS5. Is one thing when you go in the game and you go down to the activities, it will have trending broadcasts. So if you're a big streamer, you're going to show up there anyway. So it's just, mm. I guess, funneling into the right... Uh, the right channels but the the controller is it's 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 nice i mean don't get me wrong like sitting here like making it sound like it would be it's it's not life-changing it's just really well done what they've done and it does feel immersive when you're and that's when like you don't when you don't realize it it's very immersive that's the thing it's not when you're holding it going oh, i'm waiting for it to feel like something it's when it yeah. does it without you expecting it to and you're like oh but that's kind of my point i made with the xbox series x it's it doesn't blow you away but it's such a quality of life shift that you couldn't really imagine not having it yeah but exactly at the same time you, you're like oh yeah this this isn't that big but without it you'd be like oh you know what? i missed that like yeah. if you go to play a game that doesn't have the haptic support you'll notice it that you will you think, oh, yeah, it's like playing PS1 games when you've got when you had like fucking DualShock, yeah, and then you go back to a PS PS1 pad and you're like, what oh, the fuck is this? Rumble PS1 pack pad. on a N64 control. Remember the PS1 yeah. pad had no analog sticks as well. No analog sticks, yeah. <laughs> I think oh. a lot of people forget that. Yeah, the analogs came in with the PS2. Yeah. Yeah. And on another note, the, the PS4 controller looks like shit next to the PS5 controller. Like they, right. it, Listen, it, the PS4 looks look like beautiful. shit next to anything. I, I, I used to yeah, think the, the PS4, PS4 controller looked like nice. Now it just looks like shit to me. I don't I, know what I happened. The best because the PS3 pad was shit, Costi. Like, the PlayStation pads keep getting better and better and better. 
Xbox control pads have been great since. Oh, do you know? I actually disagree. The PS2 pad, best pad. And then well, I didn't actually, I didn't actually mind the PS2 and the PS3 pads. A lot PS3 of people got hand cramps and things like that. But didn't like. PS2 I liked. PS3 didn't like. PS4 I think was ugly. Even the PS5 one now, I think it's ugly. I don't think it's a nice pad. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's like the look beautiful. of it. I've seen it. I've seen it in black, it's and it looks a hundred percent better. But it's still nowhere near as good looking as the Xbox. Uh, I'm mm. getting used to the white. I gotta be honest; it looks nice. I don't know what it is yeah. when it lights up. Honestly, <laughs> my hope is right next year. I don't know. Say about. I'm hoping like next year at some point they'll release alternative colours, and I will get. If they do, I will get an all black digital PS5. If That's they, what I said to Costi. I said next year I'll get a digi. I, but I, I, I don't want digi slim or something. I don't want to. I don't want a white one. I don't like the way it looks. It's a fucking no. horrible console. It looks horrible. I'm sorry. Like I didn't like the Series X when I was seeing it around. Right when I saw it in all the reviews, all the pictures, I didn't like it. Now that I've got it, I like it. It just it's it just disappears. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's not in your face. It's not comedy. <laughs> I don't feel like a 16 year old boy for having this in my front room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they release a PS5, which is at least a little bit more discreet, I'll take it. But that's it. Is that it then? That's PS5 covered for you? Um, yeah, essentially that's everything. Um, really happy. Are you, are you happy? What comes yeah, up. yeah no, I think, I, think, I mean, look, this is the, to, as a way to round it off after going with Xbox and PlayStation and seeing everything that's going around this week. The thing is, if, if you were able to get a console, you're lucky. And I think everybody got what they wanted. And yeah. we've, we've been fans of gaming for years, so we know that it's just it's just the the timeline in in a year two years it's going to be a different outlook from how it is on release um but then also there are people who did order shit didn't get their stuff that's terrible and um, yeah you know, i guess yeah feel bad for those people but man. you know i mean i think it's we are early adopters as well I think we, yeah and these things always happen whoever's listening out there needs to realize that we have always been early adopters um i've i've always got consoles day one and that's just how it is whether it's you know i got red ring of death on my first two 360s like yeah like my xbox one i've had since since launch and it's still there now still actually still got it right here it still works perfectly fine mm-hmm. so you know this may not be the best thing to own right now but i know for a fact in the next few years i'll be happy with my decision all right, on to uh, this week's star topic, which is our favourite gaming studio. I'm um, going to pass it over to uh, Guilty Grey to start. Hi, yeah, okay. So we, this was a big debate, especially because we couldn't really distinguish between publishers and developers, <laughs> so we did discuss that one earlier. Um, I'm going to go with, see, I had two in mind, but I think I'm going to go with From Software. Just because if a game is released from From Software, I will play it. Regardless. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> it doesn't. It honestly doesn't. I'm really excited for Elden Ring. Played all of the Dark Souls. Um, I haven't played the PS exclusives, but I would have bought a PS4 to play Bloodborne. Honestly, would have. And I have played Bloodborne. I think I played it around at yours. Uh, house. Yeah. And I enjoy it. It's lovely. Um, Sekiro really enjoyed that game very happy to play that you know the whole 
genre, the dark, the souls like genre, and how from software have done that. I'm yeah, I'm more than into that. So I have to go with them. I'm probably sure that's you know I can I can I can probably name one other, but I think that it has to be a case of in my heart I know if I see from software, I'm going to go to that game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want to check it out. I'm going to want to see what it does. And I think in my mind that's what this is about. You know, we've got our favorite developer, and I don't think it's entirely about them being the best developer in the world or even having the most diverse catalog of games. You just know what you're getting into. Yeah, they don't have to be good. You just have to know, see the name and go, all right, I'm interested in their next title because it's them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, I mean, I used to have the same kind of passion for Lionhead Studios back in the day when I used to be really into Fable. And every time they released a Fable, I got so excited. Um, got let down. <laughs> but I got excited, you know? Um, and I'm sure there's people out there who will say the same for Bethesda. You know, whatever they do, maybe not so much in recent history with Fallout 76, you know. But it was a time whenever Bethesda would leave, release something, people were hyped for that, you know? Really, really big into it. Um, yeah, so from something in mind, I think if I'm going to go for an honorary mention afterwards, I'm going to do a Joe, I'm just like nine. Um, <laughs> going to do an honorary mention, it would be Capcom, which was going to be my one up until literally the last second. And the reason I'd say Capcom is because I have very fond memories. Going Mega Man. Home. <laughs> yeah. Of, um, playing Resident Evil and Street Fighter and Capcom and um, Marvel vs. Capcom games. Devil May Cry, Monster Devil Hunter. Cry, Monster Hunter, amazing games. And they've also, they've never really taken themselves too seriously. They're proper Japanese developers. They've never really entirely taken themselves too seriously, even with the more serious games. They always slip in some like, stupid Easter egg of you know, a Mega Man costume for this person or this thing or, or this, oh, you know, and I love all that. So I think Capcom will definitely be my second. And if you look at a common link between the two, of Japanese developers, so yeah, I think that would be my choice for sure. Good choice. I'd, I'd definitely agree with with both of them. Definitely from software, they they, they, <laughs> they, they, they make the um they make, they the, make the right type of game. And I, I would say, even though like the set out of their games maybe isn't necessarily diverse, the combat and the way in which you traverse the world is always diverse. From Sekiro, Bloodborne, and I guess Dark Souls and Demon Souls are essentially the the same layout, but with Elden Ring coming, that's going to be a completely... We don't know. It's from Kettle of Fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Phil Spencer said he's played a bit of it. It's, it's very unique and stuff. But uh, t- Touching on that rumour from um, from two weeks ago as well, where they, they updated that, that tweet, and now he's talking about the game. Um, I don't think it's... I mean, it could just be um, coincidence, but I feel like they're going to show something very soon. And I feel like the reason maybe they haven't said anything is because this Demon Souls remake was coming out and they didn't want to... Yeah, because they, sort of, they must be getting some sort of um, payment for Demon Souls. There's no way. Like, like yeah. a world, right? it's their game. It's their IP. Um, although I think it's owned by Sony, I don't know. Now. But, yeah, the IP is, but I'm sure as, as the... They they must own the the framework if it's they if yeah. yeah. But no, I think that. Do you think? Oh, imagine if Elden Ring was Xbox only. <laughs> Why else would Phil Spencer have played it? You don't that that made me <laughs> I, I I my my third chakra. Um, There's also been aligned. a rumor um, Xbox <laughs> are buying um, Japanese studios. Yeah, 
that I was going to say that still over yeah he's already put down those rumors on a recent interview but maybe he has to I could see it doing it they did it with um, like James uh, recently brought up was it Lost Odyssey where they got the guy from Final Fantasy I don't necessarily know if they'd buy studios because when you look at it a lot of these studios are owned by big conglomerates so it would be like what they did with yeah, Bethesda, they bought exactly Cinemax. Exactly what they've just done, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying they've done. So they'd have to buy a big concoct. Yeah, okay, yeah. Would they be making another $7 billion purchase, though? I mean, they could do it, to be fair. Yes. They're a trillion-dollar company. So. They have all the money. True. I don't think From Software is owned by another company. It's a subsidiary of, oh, okay, no, it's a Kadokawa Corporation. <laughs> Kadokawa Corporation, which is the... That is Japanese media conglomerate. That doesn't mean they can't buy studios. They could yeah. buy them from them. You, you never know. Um, <laughs> Buy from from someone. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so um, what was I saying? Oh man, imagine that, ah. that that would hurt my soul. I'm not going to lie. That would actually. I'd be so happy. <laughs> I, I'll make it sound like I'd be mad. I'm going to get a Series X at some point. It's just one yeah. of those things where it would be like, do you, you know, there's certain games you want to play on on certain consoles, and and for me, those games. It's probably the same for you, Dean. That they those games feel right on a PlayStation for me, whereas they probably feel right for you on a on an Xbox because it's what you're used to. So let's uh, pass it over to GI Jose. Uh, who's your favourite gaming studio? And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with. I was speculating two, but then Dino said couldn't go with the other one, but I'll bring that later. So my one's gonna be uh, Naughty Dog. Boo! Yes. <laughs> Dino always boos, but he boos because he doesn't like the genre <laughs> of the game, not because of the the, the games that they bring out. The, 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 he just doesn't like set pieces. Like they just don't look like, like you don't, don't a movie. Like you know me. Boo! Yes. I know you. You odd. No shit. What can you say boo? They made Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Exactly. Boo. <laughs> they, 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 have, they have a good library of games that kind of, um, I mean, obviously the two recent ones, the two big ones, but I think maybe they were a victim of their own success where people were constantly asking for a, an, a new one. So maybe that's why. I, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, when, when they make, yeah, okay, Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Dax, they're, they're all good. But when they start making uncharted games and the last of us especially the last of us one because that was the first of their that kind of genre that they brought out um but when they when they make games it's literally to perfection and they always try and do something better the next game the next and they always put in more detail more smaller things um and the uncharted series i just they're great when I play them. They're awesome. I just, I don't, it's the reason why I've got a PlayStation is to play single player games that are PS only and Naughty Dog do both of those to the best. Um, Uncharted played all of them and The Last of Us 1 and 2 played both of them as well. I didn't like 2 that much, um, but that's the story-wise. Gameplay-wise and everything else is it's they knocked it out of the park again so i think every time you see their name more i do anyway i know that they're going to bring out a good game um so yeah they're, they're my they're my um most favorite one at the moment i was thinking earlier 
maybe Moon Studios because Ori and the Will, well, just Ori in general, is one of the best games I've ever played. Absolutely love it. But they've only made two games so far. So we'll see what they bring out next. Maybe I'm, I'm hoping there's two things here. They bring out another Ori or they do something different so that they can show off what they can do in a different kind of genre. Um, yeah, but Dino didn't let me choose Moon Studio, so. I was gonna use. Yeah, no, you said oh, they've only got two games and they're both the that's same. That's literally what I said. No, but I get it. Even Santa Monica, all they've done is God of War, and I absolutely love God of War. So I can't even knock Santa Monica, but that's all they've done is God of War. Whereas Naughty Dog, at least they're doing different things. You know, they've, they've got four different genres of games, um, and they do each one of those, you know, brilliant. To perfection, nines, ten out of tens, everything. So it's one of those developers that you see and you go, yeah, they're, they're going to be, a, it's going to be a good game. Um, almost like the reveal for the new James Bond, uh, not James Bond, 007, and it is IO Interactive. Yeah. And everyone's like, yep, that is the best choice for for that type of game because you know they bring out that type of game and they do it really well. Um, and it's, uh, I think it goes the same here. Whenever I see Naughty Dog go, yeah, I know they're going to bring out an awesome game. And just can't wait. That's 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 mine anyway. It's, good, it's a good choice. I'd agree with you, obviously, with the uh, the Uncharted games. They're, they're very well designed. And to be fair, the, the stories in all of them are, are really good. And I like the way the levels are set out, like set pieces. And it's not... Mm. It's not hold your hand gameplay. I mean, some of the the scenes are, uh, some of the levels can be easier than the others just to kind of progress the story. But mm. the the pacing, I, I like the fact that in in Naughty Dog games, the one thing that they always do is they always um, have a second character that kind of seems to go along with you um, in your yeah. story, and I think that helps in Uncharted with Sully and with um, uh, Ellen, Ellen, Elena. Um, yeah. And then even in 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 Last of Us, where you had um, Ellie and Joe, and then obviously in the next one you had um, Ellie, who was with um, I can't remember the guy's name now. He ends up getting shot in the head. Poor guy, rest his soul. He was only trying <laughs> to help his pregnant friend. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> good choice, really good choice. Oh, he went quick, man. I tell you what, th- th- I didn't like the story storyline in The Last of Two, but there were many a times where I was like, "What the fuck's just happened?" It's it, like it, characters just getting killed off and you don't even expect it. They, they like, don't even care. Yeah. It's like, wow, he meant nothing to you. Okay. Um, let's the last go on with hours, the story. I thought he was pretty important, but apparently yeah. you can kill him and literally not even, he, he <laughs> opens the door and gets shot in the face. I spent the next, <laughs> I spent the next 15 hours playing as Abby, telling myself, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's mm. not dead. I knew he was dead. I was, I just got attached and I was like, he can't be, he was dead. He was dead. Um, yeah. I, yeah st- story, the, the pay, when, when it first got into the Abby bit, I think it took me a little bit to get caught up. But once you, you start seeing her side of the story, it, it starts to click again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's 
they just kill people. I, I love games that do that. I've got to be honest. Any game that has no problem it killing was good. That shock value was was good. That got me yeah. good. That did. A very good choice, Joe. Very good choice. Uh, what about you, Costi? What's um what you got up your sleeve? Uh, yeah. So um, my uh, favorite really game nice. developer would be uh, I was going to say MJF. I can't remember what the hell they called. Uh, no, my favorite game to, or yeah, my favorite gaming studio. I would have to go with uh, Sucker Punch at this moment. Obviously, um, From Software gets the honorable mention. But yeah, I, I think what what they've done is good. Going from the sly games and then doing the infamous games doing uh three of those and then the, the thing that i think is good about them is they went from doing a game like infamous which is a superhero game to then turn around and doing um ghost of tsushima which is more melee whereas when you're playing as a superhero it's more range doing i was going to say spells not spells that's because i'm playing freaking you can play ghosts with melee, hmm? you can play ghost with all melee all, yeah no that's what i'm saying it's it's infamous wasn't wasn't very melee centric but the yeah, fact that they they went from a game you can just do it with the bow hmm? okay yeah with the bow yeah true but obviously they they've they put they've put time and effort into the controls there in the way it works in the in the 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 sword play in the game the switching of stances is is really nice and even going into back into infamous the way they would switch up the different powers it wouldn't necessarily just be one um set you could spec into different ones and have different powers throughout um the game but yeah just like the progression the way that they changed up what they were doing i think sometimes if game studios get a bit stagnant you've made a couple of the same game uh if you can go yeah. away and come back with something better uh, or, or something completely that, different that's that's always amazing yeah they did that they they were nearly 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 got stuck with the infamous uh, you know, doing one, two, and then there was like an expansion of for number two, like festival of something or other. Uh, um, and then they did they did infamous first light and second sun. First light was like a small side on to like second sun kind of thing. But I think you're right. If they start getting bogged down to one game, it's like being Fast and Furious films. It's like okay, I've seen. The, first three or four I kind of know what to expect now but they went off and did go to Tsushima and it's like you've got game developers all around the world going fuck we should have done that game like it should have been us doing that game you, you got Japanese studios going we should have done that game because it's amazing like there's they're so jealous of what they came up with and I think once you do that you're definitely up there with one of the best game developers, for sure. For now, unless they fuck up. For now, for now. But, but so far, the inf- all the Sly Coopers were good. The infamouses, they were really good. They played really well. I think the first Infamous was good. I think the quality did go downhill from there. Uh, they brought it back with Second Son. No, I think I think two was the the improvements from two over one. Were really, were really yeah. good, but then yeah, two was, was much better than maybe, one. Yeah, there was maybe something missing in the fact that the city you win, but I, I really liked Second Son. I just think that once again, it's just you know, going to the um, maybe going to the world one too many times, but the ability to uh, yeah, change it up completely and make something that people are um, envious of or jealous of. I mean, looking at the game awards, it's got like seven nominations, and I, I, I can't see any way in which it doesn't clean up. I, I really can't. Um, 
because it, it's it's, yeah. it's a brilliant game. They they, I'd like to see what also, comes next. Gamespot say otherwise. They gave it a seven out of ten, didn't they? Did they? Mm. Yeah. They gave they gave Ghost seven out of ten. You're always going to get bastards. people who, who who. That's the thing, though. It's it's, it's they're just racist. It? Exactly. Yeah. They don't like the Japanese Jealous. stuff. Uh, Japanese people. Um, to be honest with you, I, I think you're right. If you look at the current trajectory of the sucker punch, it's on the up, I'd say. Because I, mm. I don't think that, you know, like the infamous games, regardless of how good they are, they weren't groundbreaking in any way, shape, or form. They were just, it was like prototype, basically, but with like powers. I think powers. Second Sun was visually Second Sun. I mean, yeah, the vision that, that was a launch, wasn't it? For for PS4. Yeah. doesn't really mean anything. Like Ghost of Tsushima isn't good because it's stunning. It's it's good because it's an amazing, well. It's good because it does everything great. Yeah, it's, it's stunning. It plays good. You can't sit there. Second Son was the same. Second Son was exactly the same. It was, it was nowhere near as good as Tsushima. Though. I'm not saying that nowhere near. But That's when it saying. came out, so they are on the up. Like their their track record for games is improving as they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes you think their next game is going to be pretty good. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you can only think that the next day they're going to unless they they only have two ways they can go. The next game is going to be amazing, or it will won't live up to the same expectations as Ghost, and they'll bomb out. Yeah, the thing is, the problem is you can have great games, great games, great games, but you're only as good as your last game. Like as soon as you bring out a really shit game, people are going to remember that. Yeah, for sure. And then the next time you bring out another one, they're going to be oh, on the fence. It's, it's true. It's, it's if you once you lose that shine, it's 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 hard to get it back. Um, too many developers. Bethesda for me are kind of like that at the moment. On uh, not and oh, that's yeah. they, they they lost a bit of shine. Same with even Ubisoft, like uh, in the PS3 Ubisoft. era, they yeah. Ubisoft was a console, yeah. They they've all lost their shine, and but then again, they've lost their shine because of the the way in which they've decided to. Uh, yeah, yeah, their practices. Indeed. Any honourable mentions from anybody or any studios that you think? Don't give Joe on the up. Where, where, where do I start? <laughs> okay, one 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 studio that you think was on the up but has stalled. Um. Hello Games. <laughs> Hello Games. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there isn't anyone that's just like outright stalled. I mean, obviously Bethesda's a very good example. I mean, Konami, that's completely yeah. now. Um, I think the issue with yes. Konami was there was too much reliance on Kojima. And I think the, the whole the drama around him leaving during Metal Gear 5 and then Obviously, then releasing Metal Gear Survived, that fucked them up. They, if they hadn't have released Metal Gear Survive, uh, Survive, sorry, they'd still be considered one of the best games developers in the world. But they did, and they just kind of ruined it for them because it was so bad, and it was such yeah. an obvious money, money grab. You have to always look at the money grabbing aspect of it as well. Yeah, are they just doing it for the sake of we want cash, so we're going to do this? You know, I'm trying to think of. Like um, Gearbox, for instance, Gearbox did the same thing. Colonial Marines, absolutely massive scandal when that came out. Absolutely, completely ruined their um, reputation. I think EA have really, really fucking shot themselves in every part of their body, not just their foot. 
with their bloody loot box gamblings and all that fucking shit. Uh, I think once they introduced that, especially when they started bringing it into like Star Wars and things. But that was EA like, as a publisher, though, not so much of a developer. I know, but it's things, little things like that, that as soon as EA is even mentioned on a game, people go, nah. They don't even have to develop the game. As long as they are associated to it, people are not interested. Because yeah. they know what's going to come. Well, it's like, so you're talking about Battlefield 2, right? Battlefront 2, sorry, which is obviously the reason everyone's mm. going on mad about the boss. It's developed by DICE, um, mm. who are amazing developers for these kinds yeah, of games. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. But it's just, <laughs> I don't feel like, you know, if you're any sensible gamer out there, you're not going to look at that and go, oh, DICE are crap because of this game. You're going to know it's their publisher. It's the same thing with Treyarch and, and you know, Infinity Ward. If they didn't have Activision behind them, their games would be completely different because they can yeah. do whatever they wanted. But they're not have that. They don't have that opportunity, you know, because Activision wants returning, you know, profits. They want returning value from the game, so they make them introduce certain mechanics and ways of playing, which are a bit, you know, and then it ends up making them look bad. But actually, it's probably nothing to do with them. It's a shame. It's a shame because you know small things can ruin you know great great games, um, and it's not even the the games developers' faults when no, stuff like that happens. Unfortunately, you're the only publisher out there which I think doesn't have the like the only. But actually, weirdly enough, the only two publishers out there which don't have this whole money grubbing kind of backbone to them seem to be Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. When when they release when their game developers release their games, they are intrinsically just games that are there to be good games. You know, they're not they're not got like horrible monetary values and stuff like that. So weird, isn't it? Yeah. But then again, they're still multi billion pound conglomerates with shady dealings. So listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who is making the games they're making them because they need to make money so you, you're, you've got people on the work line that you know that's their life they make games they love to make games but it's unfortunate that it's coming from a company that just wants money so at the end of the day that's every game developer's end goal and a byproduct of that is only you know, people hopefully enjoying their game. Hopefully, it's just sometimes. It's just sometimes the money grabbing outweighs the game enjoyment aspects too much. Yeah, it's to be more of a balance. Thanks for joining us this week. That's all the time we have. Feel free to follow us on our social medias: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Raven Gaming UK. Let us know if there's any subjects you'd like to discuss or anything you'd like to see in the future. It's goodbye from me, King Costi. It's goodbye from Guilty Grey. Goodbye. Goodbye from G.I. Jose. See you later. And we'll be catching you next week when we have more news. Take care. Bye, y'all. Jason! I don't know why I have to say Jason! Jason!